Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. panic what have you been up to tessa because i've been real jealous about it (laughs) i've been oh god i've been up to some bits but while i'm doing those bits what am i thinking about i'm thinking about other people and their bits and what they're doing and the other day in the park i wasn't there and i saw some of my friends in the park near my house and i could see what (laughs) i said i know that's so bad i hate that because then you're like why wasn't i invited i actually was invited Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I just. And Sam, why you went? What? <laughs> I, went, no. I was like, you're, you're coming in very early on the horror of it. No, I live near a park, and on more than one occasion this month, I have seen people I know in the park on Instagram stories when I have not been invited to the group. Mm-hmm. But then I was actually invited to this one, but could not attend, and I could see my own house in the. <laughs> The background. I felt very stressed about that. And then several people had to message me from the event to say that I should calm down. Understood. Basically. Understood. We, we've like come oh. in very hard here. My name's Stevie and this is my good friend Tessa. Hello. Uh, we, if you'd never listened before, we do a podcast about how to cope with things, how to do things. And this thing is how to deal with post-pandemic FOMO, um, FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And it was a suggestion from B. Hartshorn or Hart Sean, whichever one. I'm, I've gone for both. Hello, Stevie and Tessa. Hello. We've locked. <laughs> Sorry. Be polite, for God's sake, Stevie. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Right. Tessa said, yeah, very polite hello from Tessa there. Hello. With lockdown lifting, everything's beginning to go back to normal. And lots of people can't wait to go out. Many others, like myself, will be re-entering society a bit more cautiously, going at their own pace. Absolutely. My life is still on pause as I mm. graduated last year in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, oh mate. God. That's bollocks. I mean, it's not. I, that, that sort of implies I don't believe you. That's terrible. No, I, we I, understood. The listeners, <laughs> yeah. the listeners and I understood the motif. We understood. Thank you. And have yet to find a job and move out. Of course, because it's in the middle of a, a pandemic, B. Because of this, I'm experiencing massive post-pandemic FOMO. It feels as though everyone else's lives are resuming. Meanwhile, I can't seem to get out of the starting gate. I realise it sounds a little grumpy. No, it absolutely doesn't. You're mm. very eloquent and fine. And there are far more important things to come out of the pandemic. But I would really appreciate it if you could please do a podcast episode on how to deal with FOMO. It can be a good motivator, but how do we stop it making us feel sad? Mm. How do we not spend our entire savings by August because our post-pandemic FOMO means we can no longer say no to any event ever? Crucial. 
Oh, that is so crucial. So if you're listening going like, yes, this is me, we're going to tackle it. And if you're you're listening thinking, that's not me, there'll be some great laughs. You should still listen. You should just hang out with us. Hang out with us. It's absolutely daily for me. And if I'm I'm not invited to something, um, I have it. If I'm invited to two things and I have to make a choice, I don't enjoy the thing I've chosen because I'm just constantly thinking, should I be at the other thing? You know? Absolutely. A hundred percent. So at the beginning of each episode, we do the most adult thing we've done this week. Shall we do that before we dive into FOMO? Absolutely. I got some beetroot (laughs) out of a (laughs) bedsheet. What was beetroot doing on my duvet, Stevie? I hear you cry. Your sexual proclivities. (laughs) I let you do that. Um, I tip my hat to you. Tip my sexual hat to you. I ate some beetroot in bed. That was a real move. Like that's, it, I, it was a yeah. mistake. I actually was just passing the bed with the beetroot. I wasn't actually going to eat You take your turn around the bedroom with, the, with the beetroot. Uh, with my beetroot. I'd got one of those, the ones that are in like the vacuum-packed pack of beetroot. Ooh. I'd made a lovely salad. But there was more pink excessive juice than I had initially imagined. Mm-hmm. On my turn past the bed, I stopped to pick something off the floor. <laughs> I placed the beetroot plate on the bed. I picked it up. It was an enormous, <laughs> violently pink step beetroot stain <sighs> uh, on the bright white sheets. Because, of course, we know you got to have bright white sheets. That's how you know you're, you're a grown person. That's how you know you're a grown person. And I thought, oh, God, uh, that's so pink. <laughs> and so I started with some fairy liquid and I thought, oh, fuck me. That's just making the whole area Less, that's oh, this is a hell. It's just now pink and sudsy. And then I had a little Google, and what did Martha Stewart suggest? Bleach. And I was like, okay, I think that's gonna burn. But off I popped. Oh my god, it was like one of those fake Instagram videos where they try and sell you something by being like, look how clean it is after just one wipe. And you think, yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. It honestly to God, it was gone. Wow, it was like a magic trick, and it was weeks ago, and I have been storing it up to tell you about it. I love that. What's yours, please, Stevie? Mine was more of like a reminder of something I knew already that I'd sort of got too excited about and forgotten. So oh. basically, I, many moons ago, I used to, it was a small, small stint as like a beauty journalist. Mm. And so I, and I, we had the beauty cupboard. So I'd do things like try out all the best new foundations, try out all the best new skin creams and write about them. And what was nice is that I was, a lot of the beauty journalism is very much like, you have to say nice things all the time, but I was able to say like whatever I liked. I just didn't write about the stuff that I didn't like. I really learned that uh, how exciting it is, but also how completely pointless it is, all that expensive stuff, when it actually, mm. you, you just need the three things that you actually are nice to your skin. And I spent the most of that year with sort of large red welts all over my face. And I recently got dr- sucked in again <laughs> and bought those like under eye my eye mask things that just sit on the under eye bags. I don't know what they're called, but I know exactly what you mean. I've seen yes. them on the internet. And then a face mask that was gold. Put that on and thought, because I was going out and I was like, you know what? And you want to gonna... wear your gold face when you go well, out. Wear my gold face You're mask not an idiot, my eye mask. You know, not come on. Um, so the night before I was like, I'll try and make my face look better. And then just came out in a terrible rash there. Uh, under my eyes and all over my face and was like Mm. yes I need to remember this that money does not and also uh, to be very honest to everybody I didn't buy this stuff my friend who gets sent lots of things gave it to me and I was like yes please and now I've said can you actually not because I uh, can you actually not you absolute can you actually not 
you cow. Um, because the, it, it, and everyone, when I was like all the way through, through, through my 20s, I just was so excited. Like, when I have money and I can buy like. And I can buy I the, fancy know, creams, the, the fancy creams. The fancy creams. There's a reason why your grandma used cold cream and that was it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the basics. And the actual moisturizer I use is six pounds and it's amazing. It's, yeah, I've got the Nivea Hydra Cream pot and I've been slathering it on. Mm. It costs four ninety nine. Yeah. Like, and, and whenever I go to, to the airport, okay. I go in the duty-free section and I put on the most expensive creams until the lady comes up and is like, are you looking for anything? And I say, just brow- <laughs> browsing while my whole <laughs> covered <face> covered <laughs> in creams. And then I slip-slop slide onto the plane, <laughs> dripping in creams. And I always come out in a rash and you go like well rich people they have incredible skin and you're like yeah that's because they've got sort of surgical things like that's not because they're cream that they're using well done stevie you're just speaking truth to power thank you very much tessa let's do fomo 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 let's do it let's get in i'd like to straight at the top Hmm. i'd like to address one of the lines in b's letter in which she says i know i sound very grumpy and there's more things to worry about coming out of this pandemic Mm -hmm. like Firstly, you don't sound grumpy, as you said, Stevie. But also, and yeah, there are bigger things to worry about. But also, we've got to stop dismissing our feelings because there are other fish to fry mm. and there are other bigger, worse things and people have it worse than you. Like, yeah, people, everybody in the world has got somebody with people having it worse than them, mm-hmm. apart from one man who truly and, has it oh, worse. He's having he's, it the worst. And he's having an awful day. What we've all been through with this, even if you've come out healthy, even if you like, you know, or, or, you know, you came out on paper as best as you could out of this experience, you still went through it. And if you'd gone through this on your own and they were like, by the way, you have to go inside now for 18 months and everything you've ever wanted to do is going to be cancelled and you won't see anybody face to face, you're not able to hug your family. You'd be like, that's, what jail? Actually, I have to go to jail. You know, like you'd be like, that's a trauma. That's a, we've just because everyone else has been through it doesn't mean it's not big. And just because there are other bigger things doesn't mean that you being like everyone looks like they're having an amazing time and I'm stuck inside and more boo isn't real and isn't you know valuable and isn't a valid feeling. So let's feel our feelings. Is the end of my point? A hundred percent. Feel your feelings. Yes. And I think the fact that it's called like FOMO, fear of missing out. It's quite. It's you know. It's like a poppy sort of like light magazine speak type name when actually like what it is it makes you feel very sad and anxious it's a quite a serious it's not like serious as in obviously like we're just saying some things but it's in, but on its own it still is a very serious it's, feeling it's a huge feeling there used to be this children's book I had that I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called and I really want to find it it's about a little girl who it's her birthday and she's like sent to look for sugar at the neighbour's house. And when she goes to the neighbour's house where her friend is, they say, oh, he's not in. He's playing with John. And then she's like, what do you mean he's playing with John? Like, why wasn't I invited? So she like goes round to John's house and they're like, oh, he's not here. They're all playing with Susan. He's like, what? And then she goes to Susan's house and they're all out and all her friends are out. And she's like, just keeps imagining like, all this amazing stuff they're doing. And then when she gets back to her own house, they're all there for the surprise party for Mm. her. So it has a nice redemptive ending. But the beginning feeling of being like, all my friends have gone out and everybody hates me and nobody wants to be my friend anymore. Like, that's so real and so human and we're all feeling it. And it's crucial to say that when you do get that feeling, it does mean that everyone's around your house <laughs> and there's going to be a surprise party. But if there crucially, is going to crucially. And if there isn't, oh dear. Oh dear. A, oh no. So I was reading about why people get 
FOMO and it'd be and it's one of those things that you read and you go yeah and you're like well no that is I mean that, that literally is the reason so they can't like make up another reason so I don't go yes I already knew that so they've done now studies into it it's robustly associated with social media engagement and passive scrolling of social media so it's now pretty much linked almost exclusively so the more you use social media the more likely you are to have FOMO and also um, low, uh, low levels of satisfaction of the fundamental needs for competence, autonomy and relatedness tend towards higher levels of fear of missing out. So it's if you're feeling like you're you know, unworthy, not competent, that you don't have control over your own life, you know, maybe you're, you're feeling a little bit disconnected from your friends, which of course we all sort of feel. We're literally disconnected from them, right? We haven't seen them in person for so long. Yeah, and even when you do, it just feels strange because it's like it's quite uncanny isn't it because the things that I've been to and the people that I've seen you're you're seeing it and you're having a nice time then you're also it just you haven't done it for a whole year so well I haven't so it feels very like that you should be just now normal and cool about it and it isn't like I'm actively going like oh this is weird or I'm I'm frightened of, of catching covid from them or whatever but I am just it's just odd that we're doing it's like okay so we're all just pretending that we're all just going straight back to normal and everyone's fine and there's been not this like weird year that's just been taken out that's the plan is it we all just go yeah. pop in and we just don't mention it that's that's and we're our chatting plan, and laughing it? and just being like ha, 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 ha. everybody it's nice it's in, in a way it's quite nice like everybody that i saw the other day at my friend's birthday everyone just like said all the stuff that i felt but i didn't say like everyone was like i'm so sorry i feel like i've aged like you know quite a lot because <laughs> no one's seen me for ages and it was like yeah. yes i feel like that that's why i did the gold face mask but I had to be like so sorry I've got red welts on my face I believe I've aged so much that I had to put gold on my face that stung everybody's obsessed with the aging I don't know how it is that we all just aged so much in this last year but we have we've sort of socially just skipped like a year and a half so it's like you just are aware that when your friend last saw you you would it was like essentially two years ago, <laughs> properly. And then you're like, but so like normally you kind of, you, you don't notice people changing. So there's a lot going on, but it, but it, it is a combination of social media use and feeling dis- disconnected and dissatisfied with your current life, which obviously career-wise, friendship-wise, connectedness-wise, pr- pr- productivity-wise, mental health-wise, actual health-wise, we're probably all feeling some lesser than we should be because of Mm. what's happening in in, in the entire world right now. My Lord. Yeah. Okay. How can we address it? Number one, we can remember always that everybody is feeling it Mm -hmm. and that we are not alone in our feelings. Mm -hmm. Number two, the things that we are scared of MOing, missing out on. Oh, nice. Thank you. Are not as fun as we have imagined them in our head that happens so much when you kind of you know when like you're actually you're at the party or you're well actually you know you you've you've gone away for the weekend with some people and you're like oh I'm doing the thing that I often see on Instagram and I'm like cool I wish I was doing that and then there'll be some downtime where you're like I sort of wish I was at home on my own I like these people but exactly you know I'm quite bored we've all been away or we've all like been to a party or we've all been to something where Late when you get home or on the way home, you see someone's put up an Instagram story, and you're like, "Wow, that makes it look way better than it was." <laughs> like you, like you're like, "I was there." Like it wasn't. <laughs> you've really falsified that experience, you know. And then you've talked to people who were like, "Oh my god, I saw the pictures of this," and you're like, "Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that." So like, 
that's the first thing. It's like the things are not as amazing as we're imagining. And as we are both quite chaotically attempting to convey to each other and to you, like people are crackers at the moment. So like mm. the things are, everyone's just bringing their crazy neurotic energy and shouting like, I've aged. You like, like nobody's like really chilled we're out. We're all having, aging. We're all aging. You know, like <laughs> people, people, people just wanted to like discuss their declining fertility and stuff. Like people are not being their funnest best selves at the moment so really like nothing you're missing out on is actually truly that incredible it's just people climbing out of the cave and being absolutely bananas near each other and like expressing their neuroticisms it's fueled a lot of the behaviors that we know make us feel bad for example with social media but when you are looking and you're scrolling and you're seeing all these people like oh my god we're in a park oh my god we're in a bar like people are taking photos of them and their friends like doing the most banal things at every opportunity because they haven't done it for so long and sort of to prove that they are like that they're doing it yeah because they haven't had the chance to post anything with friends for so long so it's kind of there's been this explosion of like um, performative in a way mm, socialising yeah and and gushing messages about like it's so great to be with this one again and you're like I want to be with this one I don't know even if I have one I want someone to call me this one and say I want to be with this one absolutely <laughs> but then actually when you do go with personally when I uh, I've met up with people I've just been having a nice time and I haven't often I've, I've come away and gone like oh I should have put up a photo so I could be like I'm with this one but I, I've forgotten <laughs> On account of how I was just having a nice normal time, I didn't need to document it. Which which is obviously what life is like ordinarily. But at this point, everything is turned up to 11 and everyone's, their voice is sort of around here and everything is so much more vivid and people are, we, you know, we've, I've been talking, I don't know if I've said it on here, but like I've been talking to friends a lot about how like there are certain friends I have who are just, their energy in the WhatsApp groups has just got out of control because clearly they're just, they're having a time of it, you know, and everyone, and so, some people have really w- withdrawn from socialising because they've been just a bit overwhelmed by everything. Some people are really struggling. Some some, some people have thrown themselves in so hard that it's, it's it, I, it just looks exhausting. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. One of the things I've read, though, Paul Dolan, who teaches at the London School of Economics, he has a book called Happiness by Design. He So there's this one of the really important things of de- with dealing with FOMO is attention and where your attention is going. Because the problem is, is that our attention so naturally just goes to passively, passively scrolling, not like actively scrolling because you're like, I don't know, trying to find a story or you're like, I don't know, you like the New York Times feed and want to find an article to read, not that. Just when you're like, oh, I'm doing nothing. Okay, I'm just scrolling through. And he says, um, your happiness is determined by how you allocate your attention. What you attend to drives your behavior and it determines your happiness. So there was also a study done and they found that students high in FOMO were more liable to use social media during lectures and young adults who are high in, in FOMO paid greater attention to emails and text messages and, and their phones while like driving. So like mm. just showing that even when you're doing something, you're passively scrolling. So the first thing you can do is to look at how much you are scrolling and to stop doing that and to start to try and focus your attention as much as you can. You can start with like just like half an hour a day, even like 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. Phones off. What would I like to do in this time? Would I like to read? Would I like to like go to the shop and like get some nice food and and like plan a fun meal that I'm going to cook myself later? Would, would I like to just sit and have a look out the window and people watch? Would I like to have a bath and put some gold face mask on? <laughs> would I like, do you know what I mean? Like, would I like to just, I'll, I'll just, I'll learn how to French plait my hair. Something that is like completely for you that you would like to do in this moment that is not for anyone else, not to be consumed by anybody else and it's not content essentially mm-hmm. and it seems very very simple and then you go like yeah sure yeah, yeah I'll do that yeah and you're like and then you and then, and then you try and do it and you feel like insane trying to do it you feel like it's so unnatural because we're so used to doing everything for consumption for mm-hmm. like oh this will be a good Instagram story oh cool I've got this new new top great I, I wonder how I can put get that on Instagram it's like what do we know and at the moment I think it's also very helpful to maybe if you have been going overboard, just taking loads of photos of literally, I saw this person at Tesco, this one. Maybe you don't have to do that because maybe you're also spreading this cycle that will make other people, I'm not saying don't post a picture of your friends, obviously you can, but if we all just sort of try and calm down, then it can help all of us. And also the people overposting are also the people who are also experiencing FOMO because they're posting being like, because they've felt the same and then they're like, finally, I can do with this one post and then they've done it. So we have to start looking a little bit more inward rather than consistently looking outward at our phones. Obviously, we said it a million times, but that's like the first thing. So wise. While you're having your inward looking moment, (laughs) I think a very important thing is to get a pen and paper Mm. and draw a little ship. (laughs) <laughs> no, don't. I'm doing it now. Okay, get your pen and paper out. Yes. Oh, wow, this is nice. Yeah. God, guys, it's happening in real time. <laughs> and write down, and this is why it doesn't have to be on a nice notebook or anything. It can just be like on a something that you're going to get rid of or burn or whatever, because I want you to be very I'm tri- writing it on some toilet paper I've already used. I'm joking. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like I want you to, it's often when you write in a notebook, you, you often feel like you have to be very eloquent and they have to be very, like, what if people read this in the in the future? But like, if it's just write it down and be like, what is the O that you are missing O on? Yeah, of. The out. The out. What is it that you're missing <laughs> out on? Like, and is it like, 
what, what is the thing that makes because otherwise you're just like oh everything all these people are doing stuff and I'm here and you're like what like what people and what are they doing and is it like I want to be in the pub with somebody and somebody calling me this like is it that somebody is doing this exciting job or is it like that people are going on holiday like what are the specific thing that you want and that you feel you are MOing on when you actually try and do that you are like yeah, what is it? <laughs> I don't. I, I, I put. I want to, and then I was like, maybe I should draw a picture of a ship and hold it up and make a joke out of it. But yeah. I can't think of anything. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when you actually get down to it, it's this huge, intense feeling of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing all the stuff. I want to do all the stuff. But you're like, what stuff? Like, what is it? You know what it might be, and this yeah. could be too bleak. But I think <laughs> I just want to be doing something. I want to get out of my own brain and yeah. my own thoughts and be and be sort of freed from having to think about my own shit that I think about all the okay, time. Okay, great. And be f- which is that's fine. You you can also do that by yourself. I have a friend who absolutely cannot have a single night where she is just on her own. So like there was one time which so in the WhatsApp group she was like panicking because she hadn't sorted anything out for a bank holiday that was happening literally 2 months in advance. Mm. And was like, "Sorry, I but I just have to get it sorted because bank holiday is a very hard time for me." It was like Right. The, the bank holiday is a hard time for you because of FOMO. She feels like everybody is doing something on bank holiday. And and I get that. But if you're at the stage where two months ahead of bank holiday, you're hysterically texting every single person you know, saying like, please lock it in. We have to find something to do. You need to take a step back and you need to maybe work on how, like, for example, I need to work on how to gain what I need, which is to have some time away from my own brain without needing to be with other people. Not saying, mm. like, of course, it works and I will absolutely continue to meet up with people. And But the, the FOMO is deeper, isn't it? It's not just me being like, oh, those. I, I wish I could go to a pub because you could go to a pub right now, like, with a friend. And also it's the fear of not being the friend that somebody wants to go for a drink with mm-hmm. as well. That's deeper as well like will you ask them and or, or go like oh cool are you all out I'm really close by can I swing by but like, but you don't do that do you because you go like no I must be asked like a vampire That's everybody every single one of us is six years old on the edge of the playground oh, and everyone yeah. is playing British Bulldog and we want to join in and we're waiting for someone to ask us to join in when really life is about just entering the fray <laughs> I'm being like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm playing British Bulldog now, you know? You must enter the fray. You, you must. must simply enter the fray. You've got to take control of those things. I think that's the, the ambiguousness of it is it what is it comes completely overwhelming and you've just got to be like concrete about like, this is exactly what I want and this is how I'm going to get it and I'm going to, I'm going to do the stuff. Mm. And then, I, and also like be honest with your friends and like find a friend who like is feeling similar to you and that wants to do things and, and like this, this friend who's panicking about the bank holiday two months in advance and is like, we have to find something to do be like that's very stressful and hard work if you say do you want to do xyz on this bank holiday like that's much more like concrete rather than this ambiguous like we must just we must be doing something so that i'm not 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 alone you know i'm not alone once we get it to something that's concrete not abstract basically is where we're going and then get in a gang with your friends i am in a gang we haven't managed to do it yet but i am in a three-man gang called the bloodhound gang Very good. (laughs) That is born of exactly this conversation in which we revealed that the thing we were terrified of was that everyone was having parties and we weren't invited to the parties. And we decided that if we hear of any party at all or any fun, however weird the fun is, the the expression is, if you smell, you tell. (laughs) (laughs) 
like like a bloodhound if you sense any party is happening any event you tell the group and you alert the group that there is fun to be had great yeah so you just got to get your own bloodhound gang going that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. I think because I think, I, yeah, because I often feel quite disconnected to where the fun is happening. And then you kind of find out through second hand and then you're like, oh, I, and then they're like, oh, it would have been really nice if you'd come. You're like, well, I didn't know about it. And like, yes. Yeah, so having so having people sort of scattered throughout the of social stratosphere. Di- that's it. Different social groups, you know, so mm. you are aware that if you smell, you tell. <laughs> Love and you- that. And on the flip side mm. B's point about how like no longer being able to say no to an event of course ever. if you smell you tell and then when you get there you're like I can't smell because uh, I've, I've, I've got no I've got no money the money thing is yeah it's huge because it's like you want to do all the stuff and you want to say yes to everything how are you not just going to like rip through everything you have and I think the number one thing I can think of is like stop drinking when you get there. Mm. And I know it's like very fun when you first start going to the pub to be like, US will have all the bits on the menu, please. Like, yes, I'll have everything. And then suddenly the bill's like 83 pounds. You're like, what for this, for this egg? <laughs> this <laughs> I, ginormous egg. This massive 83 pound <laughs> egg I've just ordered. What did I do that for? And like, when's the pub? And I ordered an Aperol, sp- I don't even like Aperol spritz very much. No. Somebody ordered Aperol spritz for the table. Each Aperol spritz was £15. <laughs> oh, that is... And this is the thing as well. We've all forgotten how much everything is because we've been buying supermarket wine going, £9 wine, pretty fancy for tonight, I Hello. suppose. I'll, I'll push the boat out. And then you get there and it's like, I'm sorry, £12 for a glass? And Are you high? millilitres? Yes. Like, I can buy that whole bottle. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I think, yeah, the more... the the If you can just take drinking out of the equation, that will allow you to do so much more stuff. Pre-drinking if you want to. Also organising more things in people, like going around to people's houses a bit more rather than going to bars and stuff. And also like, I think there's this thing where you're like, oh my God, we can we can go out. Let's go to the Ritz. And like, well, no, you don't need, you, you don't didn't, need go, to go you didn't to do that Ritz. before. Like no one did that before. It's also shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, go <laughs> yeah. go to like your fun local that has a deal on. Like that's, that's what we're missing. That's what when you were sat in lockdown, you were missing the things that you used to do, not like this lifestyle that you're now like, you know, some sort of Kardashian. But the, as well, there's a thing where, which I definitely think I'm on the brink of, which is the... Oh, actually, total no, I, I, ruin. <laughs> total ruin. No, so I, before I got the puppy, I thankfully the puppy came at right the point because I'd sort of started to burn out socially and it was only been a week because I was just saying yes to everything. And I've been really de- obviously like a lot of people have really just desperate to get out there um, obviously at the time it was things like in parks and stuff but there was some nice weather and actually to be honest I sat in the rain for quite a lot of, of it but the idea that you have to say yes to everything is, is one of the ways that I have stopped saying yes to everything and being like is when you think really visualizing the thing that you've just that you are deciding whether or not to go to and weigh that up with something really nice that you could do by yourself at home. And if the thing that you could do by yourself at home makes you like, oh, it would be nice, but but I but I can't let that person down. Or, oh, but 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 I have but you know, I could have done that anytime this last year. So it's silly to do that again because now I can go out. I should go no, pick the thing that you want to do. Like really try and visualize that night you you're gonna have and go with your heart rather than your head this mm, or go with your head rather than your heart go with the one that's being that's not just going like oh you should should doesn't exist like should is incredibly unhelpful what would you want to do but do you have any advice on how we can stop it just making us feel sad i think the the thing about not being sad is just like is to con- is to combat it head on in this like 
you're taking physical steps into remembering that everyone else is feeling it. Remember that the thing you're freaking out about, it, you've made that up in your head, you know, rather than yeah. it being a real thing. What you're what you're jealous of is an imaginary party. Yes. <laughs> you, you didn't, it didn't exist. Yes. So like, yeah, no shit, you're jealous of that. It sounds fantastic. As ever, it's like looking at it objectively. What yeah. is the actual reason you are feeling this? And when you start dismantling it, you will find it's a nice side effect to this you will stop feeling so sad and also consuming you as well as social media stop if people are making i mean like, you can still be on it but like if people are making you feel like oh that you can just mute them for a bit mute everybody like this is what i do i do it constantly i'm still doing it. it's a constant battle like whenever anyone posts something that makes me feel sad i don't feel bad and go like oh my god but they'll be so sad that they're muted no i'm not unfollowing them i just mute them and then i can go on their profile when i want to find out what, what they're doing or when i'm like oh yeah how is that person or like i hope they're okay or i can you know but like i don't need to see stuff served to me like that all the time because i might mm. be i might be able to deal with it but i might not for example this weekend I was away camping, would you believe? And I was worried that I was missing out on another event that I was supposed to be at. And uh, somebody in the group put up a picture of me in the rain holding a toad. And truth be told, I was having a fantastic time in that moment. So there's like, here's this like endless circle of FOMO. Me holding the toad thinking I should be at this other thing. Stevie looking at the picture of me holding a toad thinking oh, I should be holding a toad. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, to be, just to be very clear, I was sort of like, I, would, I want to go camping and be outdoorsy and go to the countryside with my friend and maybe there's a toad there. That's what I've just said, yeah. You wasn't specific to the toad? I wasn't like, I wish I could hold a toad because I feel like I could just like go to the local pet shop and ask to hold it. No, they don't sell them, do they? I don't think they offer that as a service, but no, you're right. It wasn't about the toad. It's like, I wish i was doing things you know yes just doing fun interesting like oh i wouldn't have thought tessa would be holding a toad like <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's it's, it's out like, of the box and i've seen i've seen pictures of stevie on a boat and been like well stevie's on a boat like wow uh, that looks nice i was on a boat i wish i was on a boat like <laughs> so like i think think of all the things that you've done in the last month or week or whatever that like if someone had seen you doing that that they'd be like oh wish i Wish I was doing that, and you'd be like, "Oh right, oh oh." Gratitude, gratitude, fucking gratitude, fucking gratitude. It's, boring. it's fucking boring, isn't it? That's but... the bloody answer. Just be bloody grateful for actually all the stuff you've got. I think it's that, and just being like, "This has never been a point in human history." When even in the old days, and by that I mean the nineties, somebody would say, "Not us, because we weren't old enough to do this." But it was a thing that you... we were very young. I wasn't born. We were yet. tiny, tiny little babies. Um, it was a thing that people invited people around to look at their holiday photos like that was a thing it was a sort of punchline to a joke that you'd be like what a crap sounding evening like that was very much a motif of the 90s it's all we had it was a weird decade and even then that sounded like it was like no one wants to do that no one wants to come to your house and look at your holiday snaps of a holiday they weren't on and yet that is what we do every single day for upwards we now just force people we now like go into their rooms when they're waking up being like here's my holiday like we're like town criers of holiday just screaming about it it ain't that we're just town criers it's that we are getting up every morning and going to knock on people's doors and say hello can i see your holiday pictures please that's very true right? I'm, having, I'm having a wee um and i'd quite like to see your holiday pictures yeah, while I, I'm I, I... <laughs> <laughs> we're, so so, we're in such a mess i hope that helps be crucially remember ain't nobody doing the stuff you've made it up and everyone's made just it doing up. their thing at their own pace and i know that you feel trapped in that starting gate but i promise you you're going to get out of there. You're, you're already a horse running around. You don't even know it. If you if you listen to you like, oh, I'd like them to tackle this ep- different episode of something else, do tweet us or email us and we will do that. I'm at, we're not at Nobody Panic Pod or Nobody Panic 
podcast at gmail.com. Tessa, what is your personal social media handle? At Tessa Coates. Come there, show me your holiday snaps. Please don't. I don't want to see them. No, I don't want to see them either. And I'm at Stevie M with the S as a five. And this week, put it into practice. Focus on your FOMO. Deal with it. Get you out can move there. Move on. Do do the fun stuff. It doesn't have do to be expensive. Stop, stop drinking Aperol spritzes for fifteen pounds a go. Oh my god! Yes. Best wishes with that. And best uh, wishes. Yeah. Best wishes. And best wishes. Goodbye. <laughs> best wishes. Many thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good week, everyone. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.